Welcome to the Moon God Pod. I'm your host, JWoww LAX, aka Jason Harrell. And with me always is my main man, Loveox, in the bottom. And today we went across the pond for episode 20 to kick off 2023. So now we're going across the other pond to the across the Pacific to Australia, down under. And we got my man Adam Newton. He's got one hell of a story on how he uh came upon Aku and uh we're going to jump right into it, Adam. Uh, welcome to the show. Glad you're with us. Uh, we've got some time zone uh, differences, uh, but we sacrificed for the show. Um, welcome, and uh, and what's going on down under for 2023 so far? Hey guys, uh, thank you so much for having me. This is uh, this is fantastic, and uh, really appreciate you reaching out to uh, to hear my journey. And uh, yeah, happy new year! What's going on? We um, we're just uh, on break at the moment, so uh, getting our feet back on the ground and charging up for the year ahead. And uh, mate, things are good. Yeah, things are good. I like uh, your two uh, pillars, if you will, uh, being shared on your screen. You've got your board ape, and you've got the uh, iconic Time Cover magazine of Aku. Um, I want to just let's let's kind of start like right uh, like to your introduction into just the NFT space um, because I feel like uh, I feel like it, there, there's kind of like a, a bit of a history past even though you know if you're you're two three years deep into this you're considered like a true OG <laughs> two three years is nothing in every other business <laughs> you know you're just getting your you know you're like barely an intern at that level uh, so. How did you kind of like what like what was the first NFT that you bought? How did we uh how did we get to this point? Sure, 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 sure. So um I think it was probably, you know, back in maybe 2012, 2013. Oh. Uh big, Bitcoin, yeah, Bitcoin was like maybe 400 US. Um and um I bought some and uh I'm like uh because kind of got it no i didn't buy some sorry i started mining it right on my laptop didn't know what the hell i was doing like i'm not i always love it and uh i uh i didn't really but i wasn't really too technical with with all of this and and so you know i had these keys and these random wallet numbers had no idea what to do i had this little program on my laptop just clicking away not knowing what the heck it was doing um in fact bitcoin was was worth way less than that back then um, it's probably yeah, 2012 May, and uh, and anyway, I threw that laptop away, and I reckon I there was like, I reckon there was like 20 Bitcoin on it, so it was bad. It was bad, but uh, you know, you hear some really worse stories out there about you know that kind of thing, um, and then like. I I decided it was probably yeah like when Bitcoin was about four or five hundred bucks. I said no 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 okay. Um, I've obviously lost that. You know the, the the value proposition here is like really interesting. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy some. Where do I buy some? Really hard to buy it in Australia. Everything looked like scammy as all hell. Um, so I decided right. I think what we have to do here is go to simply the biggest exchange globally. Try and figure out how I'm gonna wire money over there. Uh, and that exchange was called Mt. Gox. And uh, I think we're all pretty familiar with that, how that went. So like lost that as well. So twice bitten, you would think third time shy. 
you know, I think it was in two th- late 2017, 2018, I was connecting uh, with uh, uh, a really close friend of mine who was living in uh, San Francisco um in a house full of tech guys and they are like going going hard on on ico booms and and so i'm learning a little bit more about you know where things have kind of progressed and i think i was a little bit more mature in uh the way in which i approached investing and um and i was um you know kind of doing a lot of research and i thought right let's give this uh you know crypto blockchain stuff another go and um and let's make a let, things have progressed here in australia where there were kind of trusted kind of parties that you could rely upon that had uh, uh, a good amount of liquidity where it's like you know if everything was looking bad how do we get out quickly and not get stuck and 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 so took a more disciplined approach and started investing in um a whole range of icos um and you know some worked well some were scams uh, some didn't go so good. Um, and, uh, it was, uh, and so that was like late 2017, 2018. Um, you know, there was a pretty big crash. Um, uh, I went from looking really smart to, you know, really silly <laughs> and, uh, and also along that, but, you know, regardless of, I think the performance of some of those things, which at one point in time was shocking, um, I was still kind of um, allocating capital to the area and took a really diversified approach uh, because, you know, um, it was really hard to to figure out, you know, how this was all playing out and what would hang around and what wouldn't. Um, but gaming was a pretty, a, 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 an element of this crypto industry that kind of made sense to me, like, you know, digital ownership and digital assets you know that's that's this is like one of the 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 kind of the things that we've kind of invented here through using you know this technology and that you know is a it's a small thing but really important um you know we've kind of always had digital property um you know if you're playing a game and you've you know found this epic sword you know you've got digital property but it's never really been yours um and so just that little difference uh is like it's a game changer so a lot of my participation in the space was around that gaming space and people looking to really accelerate you know the advent of digital property and so um um apart from the icos i was also investing in in uh companies equity that were operating in that space and and one of the more notable ones there is kind of animoca brands um and through that um uh there were some connections to various other projects that they were involved in and uh continue to support their kind of journey and so it was the gaming space getting back to your question that kind of got me exposure to nfts you know um Animoca were developing uh, some games themselves or involved in other projects. And I'm having a play around in these things. And, uh, you know, they're super clunky and and you would pay more. And, you know, some of these things were play to earn, but you would pay more in gas just to to, to get the game going than you could potentially ever earn in, in that game at that point in time because gas was just so high. And again, you'd be, I was buying, so one of them was kind of Delta F1, which was a, um, you know, this kind of car Formula One game. Um, and actually 
you know, that was pretty, um, uh, that was a big deal at the time because some of those NFTs in that game um, that were minted uh, were fetching the highest price in NFTs, I think, uh, in history at that point. Um, and uh, I think Meta Coven was famously one of the guys that um, uh, spent, uh, well, bought, bought some really important assets there and, um, and, and broke some records. And so, you know, it was playing around on that, game I think that was probably my first introduction to NFTs uh, but it, it wasn't working that great um, when, when you say records because I because this is you know we're, we're 20 episodes in and and you know me personally like I've been a really kind of in this space for you know over two years now but uh, you're kind of saying things that like are very new to me so when you say like break records you know like I can think of like uh in nba top shot days like early on and not even like early early but like at one point like i had the record well excuse me me and lovox had the record for the highest sale you know like on nba top shot um like for for one moment not you know at that time that was like when uh banksy first came out uh with like the john morant sale um and i think like a lebron cosmic or something like that but uh, you know, one of the moments that we sold was uh, for like $8,000. And then, of course, like a, during the rush, it went up to uh, like 80000 So what kind of records are we talking about? Like what kind of levels are we talking about for what you just mentioned? I'm just trying to fact check this. Um, I've, I've actually never spoken about this topic uh, in this kind of detail. Um, but I think we're talking 2019. And I think we're talking... Yeah, a few hundred thousand dollars here. Oh wow! Because like like punks in two thousand nineteen are nothing really, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Crypto Kitties, I guess, was you know one of the absolute OGs, um, and um, and so this was this was a bigger this was a much bigger price than than Crypto Kitties, um, and uh, or any any. Uh, history and pricing on on crypto kitties so it was um yeah it was a, a really big deal um and so that was that was um and you know i wasn't i was you know these were ultra rare formula one cars like a one of one so you only had like six or seven got it <laughs> <laughs> so i i had the like super common you know clapped out things that could barely win a race kind of thing and it was uh but it was it was fun uh, but again, it was something that I enjoyed doing, uh, but there was no prospect of, of, of doing well just because gas was so high. But the concept, you know, as a proof of concept, it was like, yeah, this is this is something. Mm. Um, and so, um, yeah, that I think was my first real experience of NFTs. Yeah, that was um, me on OpenSea, um, you know, spending 20, 30, 50, 100 bucks here and there, um, you know, buying these things. Everyone, no one understood it. And that's the other thing. Like my family, my friends are not in this space. So I try and have these conversations with them and they're like, well, what are you doing? What? Um, and, um, and, uh, and so, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, but it was fun. Though. I was enjoying it. And again, as a proof of concept, you're like, this, this is a thing. Um, I remember, when you know america online was a thing and it first came out and like you would load up a cd and yeah this is showing my age now and like you know it was clunky and it was interesting and you knew it was a thing but you know you didn't know which you know it, the the killer app hadn't been kind of built yet you've got um, 
right? Beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it, it very much kind of felt a bit like that. So, um, uh, so they were my first NFTs, and then I didn't buy a single thing. And you know, all all the you know, art NFTs were emerging. Crypto Kitties were around. Punks, punks had emerged. Um, but I had never gone bought bought anything apart from you know some gaming projects that I was somewhat um, invested in or had an affiliation with, and uh, hadn't gone beyond that. The next stop was um was was buying an ape um so uh yeah that was uh and there was there was a whole heap of there was a big gap in between that so um i missed i missed a lot um and i was still trying to get my head around art and nfts like i understood games and nfts but art and nfts and and then it kind of dropped that you know we're looking at you know serious collectibles here and uh and and uh and so yeah, that was when um, uh started paying attention to that. Uh, again, through my like affiliations with Animoca Brands, I was having a chat to um, to to Yat actually one night, just messaging and um, and said, "Man, uh, I'm thinking of buying buying an NFT. Um, do I go? You know, do I go Crypto Kitties? Do I go Punks? Do I go? Do I go? A, you know, a bored ape? And you know, he had." He had a lot to say. Well, he had reasons to to buy all three. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, I think apes were kind of resonating with me, uh, which kind of led me to uh, to uh, the next stage of my journey in uh, in NFTs. So let me get this straight. Like, so you didn't really get into the NBA Top Shot, especially during that, you know, like the uh, the pump. You you obviously sounds like you missed the Genesis drop for Aku. And and like the Beeple and the Trevor Jones and uh, Boss Logic and you know because there's so many uh, pieces that were um, iconic in that uh, that little time frame. And then, so then the next thing is an ape. Uh, the ape over your shoulder uh, is the ape that Micah Johnson owned, if I am correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll I'll go into to uh to that but, it, uh, but that wasn't the first ape you bought that was the the first ape and that's the yeah. first okay all right let's yeah. let's go down this rabbit hole yeah sure and it's it is a rabbit hole so you're right i i missed nba top shot and and all of that um again animoka were investors in dapper labs uh i was following nba top shots uh quite closely um I didn't participate. I was getting blown away how it was all unfolding. I thought it was fantastic for the space. Um, but yeah, didn't participate. Got to the end of um, 2020. Um, and um, so got to the end of 2021. Um, and um, I, um, I decided that I wanted an ape. And I didn't want an ape because I thought it was going to double in value. Um, I didn't buy um, an ape for anything else apart from the reason that um, I had been in this space for a while. Um, some things had worked, some things hadn't worked. Uh, and I was in a position where I just wanted to, and again, you know, my family aren't uh, across this space. My friends aren't across this space. It's a bit of a solo journey apart from the people that I know in the space. And it's just like, I want to give myself a bit of a pat on the back. And it's a pat on the back I can give myself that, um, like, my friends and family won't really get it. 
and certainly won't know how much I spent. <laughs> and, um, and you know, and so I'm like, I, I think I want to get a forever ache, right? Just a little memento to me uh, for the work that I've been doing in the space. And um, and so then I went on a hunt for, for my forever ache, right? And um, I started going through all the traits and, you know, I I, I kind of landed on, hey, I want... Uh, one with a spacesuit, you know, uh, the, the bad thing about that was, you know, the price for spacesuits was pumping. But, you know, I, I firmly believe, you know, we're on this new frontier of technology. Uh, it's significantly important. And we're going to, as I said, this new frontier and, you know, we, the spacesuit just kind of signifies that to me. Um, and then I wanted something like just obnoxiously branded BAYC. So uh, you know the 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 hat with uh, with BAYC was um, or or similar you know was was important to me and so landed on this cool looking ape in a spacesuit with a hat uh, and I'm just like love the background too it just kind of all worked nicely and I'm like this 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 is my ape I think and uh, and so I'm I'm looking at this thing on OpenSea and it's uh, it's listed for sale. And um, fortunately, there was like a little identifier on on who owned it, and uh, it kind of had the wallet name there, Micah Johnson. And I'm like, who's Micah Johnson? Uh, and so this is this is late December. This is a Christmas present to myself, late December two thousand and one. And so I start googling who Micah Johnson is, and um, and quickly find out that um, I was getting pretty certain that the Micah Johnson that owned this ape was probably the same Micah Johnson that I'm reading about here that's pretty immersed in Web3, who's created this incredible character, Aku, uh, you know, after you know, hearing uh, his nephew ask, you know, can can black people go to space and be astronauts? And I'm just like this, and, and, and Aku was born out of that, uh, you know, with this message of empowering youth and, and you know, equality and, you know, giving young kids... Um, you know, uh, hope and ambition to go out and chase their dreams. I'm like, man, this this is this is a cool project. Uh, and then you know, hearing about Micah's background, you know, dedicating himself to professional sport, which in itself is just an epic feat. And so mm. this guy is so disciplined and so passionate about the things that he does. You know, what a fantastic project. Um, I want, so that aside, I'm like, okay, let's, first things first, um, let's go back to the Forever Ape. Let's reach out and just see whether this is the, the Micah Johnson that owns this this ape because uh, I'd never bought anything of this value on OpenSea before. What were, we looking um, at? what were we looking at the price tag? What do you have it listed at? It's all yeah, on the blockchain, so. It is all, it is, and that's the beauty. Of the technology, right? Uh, so it was 120 ETH at the time, and I think uh, ETH was at about 4K or something like that. It was it was sickening, <laughs> but I um I I it was something that yeah I wanted to do and I was I was comfortable doing and uh, and um, and so uh, but yeah I was shit scared about uh, having to do like you know click. Uh, plug in my wallet and and do that you know that that is you know that gets the heart racing uh and uh and so anyway reached out to micah and i you know said hey um i'm looking at this ape i think it might belong to you 
uh, and this was on Discord. So this was jumping on the Aku uh, Discord where, you know, um, everything's saying that Mike is super available uh, on Discord. And he was. He's gone, yeah, yeah, that's uh, absolutely my ape. Uh, and during that process as well, I'd started like looking at all the chapters thinking, gosh, you know, this is, this has been going for a, a while now, a few months now. And, and, uh, and looking at these beautiful, beautiful chapters and seeing that the, this ape had kind of appeared in the chapters too. And so I reached out to Micah and just said, Hey, um, is this your ape? And is this the, the ape that's in some of your chapters and you know, all, all of that. And, uh, I would love to have a chat because I'm thinking of buying your ape and he's gone, love to chat. Didn't realize I had it listed actually. No, no. <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh shit, maybe he doesn't want to sell it. Like I don't, yeah. So let's, let's kind of talk about that too. You know, um, he could have, like, he could have lost it if he didn't know it was for sale it was listed there so anyway reached out to micah and we had a great chat and um you know he told me about um um you know the ape and and how he incorporated some of his work and how you know um he kind of said that you know the ape's name is leonard and he's appeared in these chapters and he shot me some screenshots of kind of other work and and 3d kind of modeling and rendering that they'd done with it and um, and it was it was really cool stuff. And he said, you know, Leonard is like Aku's you know childhood friend. You know, he is he is like um, uh, Woody to Andy in in Toy Story. Mm. And um, and it was just you know it was fascinating to hear that. So I, I was I was in love with Leonard uh, before I knew all of this, and 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 then you know to hear you know um all of this on top of that it was like wow this you know this is um this is really really interesting and and this i would love to buy this ape and i said mate are you seems yeah he, he said i didn't realize it was listen i said mate you know um are you sure you want to sell it and he said yeah i've you know aku's got big things coming and uh and and i i'm done with uh with with leonard for the moment with respect to Aku and um, it's been great, but it's time to move, move him on. And I'm like, okay, well, if, um, if you're super comfortable, I would love to do it. So we teed up a time to do it and, uh, and uh, away we jumped on a call and uh, my, my computer was just shitting itself. And like, I'm trying to do this transaction um, you know, I've got MetaMask open, I got my wallet plugged in and and it's just jamming up. And I'm like, oh man, this is this is intense. But it uh we got there. We got there. And uh, you know, it was uh it was an incredible moment. I think we uh we popped a bottle of champagne uh on our end uh and it was New Year's Eve uh uh for Micah, so I'm sure he did the same. And uh, that was that was the beginning of uh, of of my uh, my my journey with Leonard and my my journey with Aku and uh, my I was uh, I was in love with with both yeah the Aku project and and the ape and it was uh, it was an incredible time. Adam, that's an incredible story. I feel like I went through a uh, kind of a history of NFTs, a history of crypto, all combined into one, which I think is fantastic. So you mentioned oh. that. The purchase of Leonard was a culmination of some of your successes and wins. Can you speak to that just a bit as to uh, some of the things that you hit on to, to allow you to buy that ape? Like some specific projects? Yeah, please. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So to probably summarize, um, 
there was um, uh, so Anamoka Brands had um, had become a thing. Um, in fact, it become you know it was it had become a unicorn. Uh, so so that was that certainly contributed. Uh, there was various projects that Anamoka was involved in um, that uh, had some issuance of tokens, uh, and again, uh, and, and some of those projects had performed quite well. Um, and um, and then uh, one of them was <laughs> Leonard. Actually, I have to thank Leonard. Uh, actually encouraged me to exit my position in Celsius. <laughs> uh, so I was uh, a seed token investor in Celsius. Um, and uh, and so, you know, I took some money off the table uh, uh, and, uh, and, and, and exited a position in Celsius, which uh, was definitely good luck rather than good management. Um, just for the record, I was an equity investor in FTX too. So I, I seem to have a knack for finding things sometimes that, that don't work out. <laughs> Again, um, I'm, I'm thankful that I've taken a diversified approach, uh, and hopefully, uh, that'll, that'll pay off. Um, except for NFTs, it hasn't been so diversified. It's been, it's been mainly ACU, to be honest, <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess it was you know the um, the, the NFT gaming related um, investments uh, and uh, and definitely I, I remember selling some uh, exiting my position in Celsius to um, you know around that time to to facilitate the acquisition of uh, of Leonard. Um, so yeah, um, that that's kind of some of the things that contributed to it for sure. Um, on top of that, and I was talking this through with with Micah when we first connected. Um, you know, I um, still super big believer in Bitcoin, uh, and it had been an incredible run for Bitcoin around that time. Um, and also, was pretty passionate about um, sustainable Bitcoin mining, and uh, was um, uh, involved in um, a business that had been um, very active in in that regard. Uh, and 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 still, you know, big advocates of of, of Bitcoin and and Bitcoin mining um as as part of um you know the emergence of this industry so um yeah so that that contributed as well but you know um you know was talking through some of that with micah too and he was um you know res he, you know he, he was resonating with uh, i guess my approach to uh to to things and uh and and shared some of these stories with him as well so it was uh um so yeah there there's some of the things that uh contributed to me saying hey right well it's time to uh to to treat myself yeah yeah, what do, I'm curious, you know, the majority of people watching this um, are probably <laughs> never going to buy something for our, over 100 ETH, you know, in their life. Um, and you're talking about just like that kind of process and like the nerve wrack and stuff like that. Um, you, we, you know, truth be told, like we see every day some tragic story. And I think that it's really... Um, what kind of turns people away, you know, the FTX like that, that, you know, dominates the news feed for me, particularly, I believe like the FTX issue was more of a, you know, a bad person. It was not indicative of crypto or anything, but when you have assets in these magnitudes, like, is there, uh, is there a different level of stress that you kind of endure um, whether it's just from transactions or just, uh, you know, kind of holding and stuff? I think um, for me personally, a lot of it has been conditioning because, you know, I've seen um, the volatility in cycles in this space. 
Um, and so, you know, you become quite resilient to, to that. But yeah, it, uh, you know, it was, um, I was, it was a shit scary bloody moment. Um, you know, by, you know, doing, you know, moving, moving that level of ETH around. Um, and, um, you know, the, the FTX thing, that is, that is just, that's an old problem that's just happened again that we, you know, but it's just in a new, it's just, uh, you know, the history doesn't repeat at rhymes. This is a people problem. Uh, this isn't an issue with the technology. Um, and so this was just bad systems and practices uh, and uh, and bad governance and potentially you know, bad actors. Um, in fact, I think that's, you know, time, I, I'm, I'm never quick to judge, but, you know, and, and I'm sure it'll all come out, but I, um, I, will, I will be optimistic and say, um you know unintentional wrongdoing um but uh but you know you talk to anyone you know in in accounting and finance that's been around for long enough they will have seen these stories time and time again mm -hmm. um and um and so you know i i think it's a lot of people have lost a lot of money and it's it's i would easily say it's impacted everything that i'm involved in in some way or or, or another uh you know it's been a really tricky uh, you know, last 12 months uh, with a number of black swan events and, you know, macro headwinds. Um, so it's been, it's been brutal. Uh, it's definitely been more brutal than, you know, the cycles that I referred to earlier in terms of, you know, it, it's just a, a whole range of headwinds. Um, uh, and, um, and, and, and the future is looking um, uh, challenging, but the outlook ultimately is, is, has never been brighter. You know, we need this technology uh, I, I believe firmly, um, and um, and and so you know what it has the the healthy thing about this, although people have lost a, a lot of money, uh, the healthy thing about this is that we will be absolutely moving forward on a stronger base, and and that's progress. So so that's the upside. That's the silver lining, yeah, in, from my perspective. So I kind of want to pull back a little, you know, to more of the Aku um, because. By you know, by metrics, you're kind of like now an, uh, a late adopter of Aku. Um, do you make this? So you buy the ape. You decide. I, I'm guessing at some point to buy a chapter, or do you go straight into your mind like like I'm all in. I'm gonna I'm gonna like not just dabble because I, I don't. I, I you're definitely one of those that I, I don't think is touching their toe to the water. It's just like let's just go off the diving board. Are you, uh, do you, do you kind of get this idea of what being a moon god is? And you're like, all right, I'm in on that. I, um, firmly believed in the message of Aku. And, um, and when, uh, I got in, uh, I think it was, um, was it the paper planes chapter? Is that chapter seven? Seven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So seven had just come out. Um, or, or maybe it just came out after uh, I'd bought Leonard. Mm -hmm. I missed it. And then I just felt like it's it's time to make up for lost ground. Like this, this project, the team, you know, are by all measures outstanding. Um, and what I love is that they've come from the real world uh, <laughs> and now, um, you know, looking at the web three space as to what the application of that looks like and and how it integrates in the fullness of time to you know the 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 old world 
Um, and you know, and the the dedication and professionalism, yeah, is is a core pillar, you know, on on this project. And the message is pure. And so I was I was all in. Uh, and uh, and so um, chapter eight, nine, ten um, just went hard. Started making up for lost time. Wanted to become a moon god. Chapter chapter three, and I think. I think Michael warned me about this. He said it was like the bottleneck. I think that was the term he used. Um, uh, and uh, and so then it was just like staring at chapter three for a long time, trying to figure out how we were going to make that happen. And so, you know, at that point on, it was definitely right. I definitely want to have uh, all of these chapters, uh, had multiples of some, uh, was then involved in every minting subsequently, um, started, you know, evangelistically preaching it to to, <laughs> to everyone I knew in the space. Um, and um, and yeah, and I was I was off. Uh, and then the concept of Akutars uh, and uh, and mint passes and uh, and uh, and uh, the rest is history. Away we went. Um, and it was, um, and you know, what was also unreal was I had barely touched Discord until I used it as uh, the the method of communication to reach out to Micah. And again, that was another beginning for me of, of you know, Discords and becoming aware of these incredible communities that exist online. And I was so fortunate Um that the first one that I really immersed myself in was the Aku one, where you have these like beautiful people and this like real genuine love and support, just you know, all in on on Aku and and the message and 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 the prospects of of where this could go, and uh, and so you know that, that was all new to me as well, and uh, and so you know it wasn't just a matter of buying the chapters; it was you know learning about this community and uh, and learning to know some of the people. And if I had any questions or needed any help, that you know they were just always, always there in such a prompt and professional manner to 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 solve any issue that I had. And it was yeah, it was all new to me, and that was unreal. Um, and so yeah, we um, we uh, just started collecting chapters, and uh, and the eye on the prize was um, Moon God and Akutas. And, uh, and beyond. We, eventually, did you get uh, Moon God um, before the before the Akutas <laughs> drop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just I only got one chapter three. Ah, okay. <laughs> I think if yeah, I think um, you know, like I had, I I had like, and ten chapter nines and ten chapter tens. But I, I think I had no more than three. Well, I had at least three of everything apart from chapter three, and uh, I uh, didn't have it in me to uh, to go go harder <laughs> go harder than that. So, subsequently, now, like maybe you uh, can complete some of those uh, the sets, you know? Yeah, I prefer to leave it to someone else. Um, in terms of, you know, I think uh, I would love the um, the opportunity. Uh, as it presents itself now, to be taken up by new people. Adam, you mentioned that the uh, the message of Aku was kind of what drew you in, and you became the evangelist for all things Aku. How is that message? Uh, it's kind of a two part question. 
How is that message received from crypto native folks? And how is that message received from folks who don't know what an NFT is, but, you know, really, hey, what is that? What is that again? How does that work? And how, how do I get a part of that? How does how does that work exactly? So I think I converted a good number of both of those camps. Um, and um, and it's super interesting because those that know nothing about it um, just resonate with this story. And, uh, you know, the prospect of, of Aku becoming uh, an important uh, character in culture. Um, and, um, and the guys in Web3 are like, well, you know, this is more than like a bit of a trend. Uh, this is this is a a pretty um, um, well well de- well developing project uh, that um, you know has has a really you know as I said uh, pure and important message uh, with a qualified team. Um, so it was really well received from both sides. Um, those who are in the space and those uh, that that um, that weren't. I would have to say maybe I, I got more people into Web3 because of it. <laughs> um, like a lot of my friends yeah, didn't have a wallet, uh, didn't know, um, yeah, yeah, didn't didn't know much about any of this and then kind of cut their teeth in this. You know, they they bought some ETH and they, um, you know, they went to, um, uh, was it Nifty Gateway? Or no, yeah, yeah. Um, well, they, they were minting, um, you know, chapters. And uh, I've got to tell you this one story, So, um, which I told Micah. Uh, and uh, so my, I, um, uh, that last year, you know, I decided it was time to probably focus a little bit more on, um, you know, my overall wellness and, uh, and uh, so I can be the best I can be, you know, at, in, in work and at, and at home. And, uh, and so start, you know, started kind of, um, I got a personal trainer and uh, and started kind of you know taking things pretty seriously health wise and um, and um, you know I'd always come in and 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 you know talk crap uh, with my trainer. We have some great chats and uh, and so yeah we we touched on Aku and he probably heard the Leonard story and and he's like man I I really want one of these Aku tars and I'm like yeah okay th- this is how you do it and he said. I, he's, he's, um, he was a professional bodybuilder and now he's a professional cyclist and he had the, the national championships coming up and he said, man, I've just, I've just got so much money invested in travel and my bikes and, and I'm just, I just don't have the cash to be able to do that. And I'm like, well, what do you think about this? What about I buy you a chapter and, and give it to you, um, uh, in in exchange for PT sessions, so that you can get a mint pass. Um, like I don't, you know, only if you're cool with that, because you know you've said that you want one, and I know you're strapped for cash. And he's gone, mate. I'm all in on that. Let's let's do that. So I, th- I bought him a chapter ten. Um, we were tossing up between nine and ten. I'm like ten. It just flashes back to the whole journey, man. You know, this is and it's it's a cool piece. And then it's just the origin of the next the next stage, right? Um, so let's let's do that. And uh, I think it ended up being like three months worth of training sessions. Um, I'm just like, man, are you sure you want to do this? And he's like, I am all in. I'm like, okay, cool. So he got his chapter ten, he got a mint pass, and then he pulled like a, an MJ Thriller jacket Akuta 
Oh my goodness! I had the same thing happen to me. I had like, man, man, you just pulled like the sickest Yakuta, and like, you know, he's like on open sea now, and he's like, I can't believe it could be, you know, I could sell it for this today. And I said, well, you know, you, you have to think about that. You, this is real. This is real money. You gotta, you gotta think about that. Like, I, I can't. I can't, uh, you know, this is this is a, a chunk of change that's, uh, yeah, you, I can't make this decision for you. I can just give you the pros and cons of each and, and you can decide what to do. Um, and you're going to have to take, if you, if you choose not to sell it, you're going to have to take a pretty big punt here on the on the team and, and the Aku journey here. And uh, man, he's got diamond hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's. he's I, seen, I onboarded a couple people right around the Mint Pass and they like they got in like they bought a chapter you know for like under fifteen hundred you know which never mind the chapter prices now but it was it was a good deal they get their mint pass and they're like literally like refreshing it you know constantly like oh my god like the mint pass is like seven thousand dollars eight thousand dollars or whatever like what should I do and I said I I've given you the key like I feel like I feel really good like. You you put you know fifteen hundred buck uh, dollar bet, you know, it's up to you. I was like, if you want to cash out, you can cash out. Like there's these other projects, and this is what it could be, you know. But um, I you know wherever you're at, and now I had two people buy one chapter. First guy pulls uh, a Michael Jackson Thriller jacket. The next kid, and he's like 21. The next one, he uh, shout out Zini. He's in the Discord. Um, he pulls a planes with the old school planes helmet. Like, oh. And I'm just like, and then meanwhile, me and Loveox, we have like what 30, 40 each Akutars, and we don't beat nothing. I've 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 got a fleet of peanut butter and jelly and spaghetti and <laughs> Like how did how did we miss on everything? And these two fools like just crush it right out. And then yours too, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so some of the other it's uh, the the randomness of of the mint passes and 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 minting was uh, was was good. Was, well, was interesting. It was funny how it worked. Um, and uh, some people got you know some fantastic pulls, and that's that's unreal. Uh, yeah, my trainer definitely got the best um from from the other people that i'd been um you know encouraging to participate shout out to to was um um or as i call him mr discombobulate he uh he, he did well but my my trainer james uh he killed it he killed it um it was also interesting which it's probably worth noting that um yeah I, an old family friend he was um at one point he was a head of global equities at ubs um, and so he was he was head of U, um, yeah uh, equities globally at UBS and and he's an Aussie guy that was living in London that's now back in Aussie um, um, and now pursuing kind of um, uh, um, uh, a new career part part of that is uh, in crypto um, man he, he you know he's an old school equities guy and he is all in on on NFTs and especially Aku you know he's he. Um, uh, and uh, you know him and his whole family. You know he's he's got a few kids, and and they're all in on it too, which is uh, which is great. And 
you know, I thought that was so interesting. That's the other thing is the way in which, um, you know, kids and, and family can be, you know, so easily incorporated and brought on this journey just because of, you know, who Aku is and what he's trying to do. So, um, yeah, uh, and and they, um, I think they pulled a couple of good ones as well. But uh, but my my trainer James with the Thriller jacket, he he, he took the cake. <laughs> I think in hindsight, the better move to go was probably win per wallet. So I I definitely butchered that. And going going forward, I'll make sure I make that change. You you make it known that you know one of your passions right now is the gaming space and how I I think I personally think that gaming and NFTs are made for each other because it's a very easy use case to understand. Can you see a world in, with, with, with synergies and somehow Aku can incorporate itself into the gaming world? And if so, like, what would that look like in your opinion? Yeah, good question. Um, I think about this a little bit. Um, and, um, and, you know, I think it's becoming pretty, it's becoming better understood that, that, that building a game is uh, hugely capital intensive and highly risky. Um, and, uh, and so the prospect of everyone building a killer app, um, is a, is a, a risky one. And, you know, you'd never want to sacrifice Aku's potential just, uh, you know, trying to, trying to make a game work. And I think the way that the team has approached the potential of including Aku into gaming is, um, a pretty clever one. Uh, a pretty, you know, and mitigates a whole lot of risk. And that is, let's let's build them out. I, I don't. This is. I don't need to tell you guys this, uh, but um, maybe there's people out there that don't know to build them out. You know, in Unreal Engine, uh, and uh, so that they they can potentially be dropped into a gaming environment. Um, uh, you know, quicker than had they not been done this. And uh, you know, I think is super compelling when you're going to talk to maybe some of the big wigs that, you know, uh, that's that's their thing. They they build games and they've got the capital to do that. Um and so, you know, how it plays out in the future, you know, I can only speculate. But um would I want myself to be and my kids um to be represented as an Akutar? In, in a gaming environment that was um, at uh, an, an ultra high level. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So if we're talking about dropping it into Fortnite, um, my kids are too young for Fortnite. I don't want to play shoot 'em ups just yet. Um, but, um, you know, to, to, you know, to run around as an Akutar, um, you know, in a high level game like that, that's, hey, I'm totally down for that. Um, and, uh, you know, the thing with gaming is it is a, it is a rapidly growing industry and there were over 4 billion people that played games last year. And so that's, you know, that's half the world's population and we're really, you know, just getting started. Well, not getting started. We've got a long way to go in gaming. And, uh, and the other interesting thing about gaming was there were like over 500 million viewers of gaming streaming uh, last year. And there's, there's only 250-odd million Netflix subscribers. So the gaming streaming audience is 2x on Netflix subscriptions. That's, that's crazy. Like that gives you, it gives you some insight into how, you know, 
people are wanted, choosing to be entertained these days and what interests them. And so when you add this um, content creation and asset ownership component to this industry, you know, it's going to accelerate all the things that we find inter interesting in gaming. So, you know, for Aku to be able to um, deploy in that arena, um, uh, you know, kind of from, from the start, I guess, by the way in which it's been engineered is, you know, I think a fantastic play and well done to the team on, on doing that. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I can only speculate, but if, if I could uh, participate in a top-tier game uh, as an Akutar, um, I, I would. Uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be using Leonard. I don't right. think. <laughs> I don't want to skip over this. Um, so I'm, again, I'm kind of taking it back, but especially even with the gaming element. When you said that you were looking for Leonard in this Forever Eight, and it's I think can't not be under uh, under talked about like whatever. Um, that you identify with this ape, and I think. You know, we've talked about like uh, the identifying with like an Akutar or a Mega. However, I can look at your ape and, you know, aside from you wearing a black shirt instead of a spacesuit, you know, like I, I can kind of look at that with, you know, and be like, you know what, that's that's Adam. You know, um, do you have you felt any kind of similar sense to that with the Akutars? And is there is there something um, like like, like, is that something we're missing and is that something that we can fix? Yeah. Um, so, so my Twitter, my Twitter PFP is an Akutar. Mm -hmm. um, and that's by choice because I am proud uh, to um, uh, promote the, you know, Aku's journey. And um, I think it's um, and 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 so the ape for me was just a um, a memento, whereas Aku um, to you know feels like more of a, a responsibility to push the message. Um, so so I feel it's I, I very much put them in 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 uh, in, in different categories. Mm -hmm. um, does that answer the question? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, you know, there, there's an element of, well, every community is different, right? So, like, the ape community is going to be different. Um, you know, the idea of being able to identify, I believe you can identify with the Akutars. Now, I believe you can identify with the moon gods much easier. You know, mm. like, there's, uh, you know, like, I'm not a huge Prince fan, but my Akutar that we use for the moon god you know, as soon as I saw it, like I was thinking Prince and that's cool. Like I can, I can rock purple rain as my forever moon God. Um, yes. My friend Dan, you know, like, like uh, when he just bought his mega, you know, right before Christmas, you know, there were traits and he was like, oh, I really like that. He's looking at buying um, like a homemade box, you know, Akutar. And he's, you know, he's a former wrestler and fighter. So when he sees the red boxing glove with the homemade, he's like, oh, like, you know, so there are elements. Um, it's, it's just it's just something that I, I think going forward we'll have to kind of see. But that identifying um, and maybe with, with with this burn coming up and like 
different traits and things like you just you just never know what's going to come. Uh, so yeah. in that moment, I can see like how it's much easier to have a forever ape that you truly identify with than an aquatar. But that's not to say that we don't get there down the road, you know. Yeah, 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 absolutely. In terms of like resonating with any particular Akutar, like uh, I've got um, two two um, mega um, Akutars. One's pretty serious uh, and the other one's pretty chill. And that's the one that I, I choose to have uh, as, uh, as yeah, kind of my PFP. And I resonate with that. You know, it's uh, clearly a, a, a moon god akutar but it's like he's 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 looking pretty chill and uh and so it's it's serious but casual <laughs> uh it, what i actually did was after the mint was print out like a big collage of of all of the akutars uh that uh that we had and said to the family um right pick out one that speaks to you uh-huh. and uh, and so my two boys they picked out ones that they loved um and they picked out one for their baby sister uh which is um uh you know super cute and um and then there was this beautiful um who decides war uh one that we we got and it was like super feminine and and just really nice and elegant and uh, and my wife was kind of drawn to that and I'm like yeah that's yeah absolutely uh and then and then it was my dad's birthday in uh uh and uh i'm like i'm gonna gonna give one to dad and so um i um i said hey which one do you want and he uh he picked out uh, my my mega i kind of said hey that's <laughs> which was, i was like anyone but that one <laughs> um, uh and uh and so he chose like you know the the space helmet with the galaxies you know yeah. and uh and it's uh, it's super chill, and so you know he I sent him the instructions. I didn't want to help him too much. Sent him the instructions on how to set up a wallet, and he set up a wallet, and he sent me his address, and I sent it to him. He's seventy five, yeah. and uh, and so now he's loving showing off his you know his Akutar and pulls up the price on Open C and he said, "Oh, have you seen the floor prices is today?" <laughs> so it's it's been awesome to be able to kind of you know get him on board. Uh, because he hasn't really uh, come on board for uh, for the the crypto and Web three kind of stuff that I've been on, like super supportive, but mm. but hasn't participated in it. He's pretty old school and and needs to touch and feel things. Uh, so um, so uh, you know, it was awesome to get the whole family in on it, and you know, and to do do people, yeah, and people can I feel really resonate with him with you know, individual akutars and go hey this one's cool this is this is the one this is the forever aku for me kind of thing well uh adam of course we could probably go on for another two or three hours uh we're gonna need to start kind of wrapping it up but as always we always have my interesting you know insightful question um and then i and then the uh the tag question so first we usually ask people where they want to travel but one thing that I know about Australia is it is the deadliest plan, uh, planet. It's the deadliest continent uh, in the in the world um, with yeah. unique array of uh, alien-esque animals that are unseen anywhere in the world. So uh, the question for the panel today is what is uh, the craziest animal you've ever seen in person and what's an animal that you want to see? um that you haven't seen yet 
uh, in Australia or, or globally? Where, wherever. Like, but you've seen you've seen it. Like, you've been in the same room as it. Like, because I because yeah. I'll tell you right now, I've seen pictures of the camel spider, and I don't want to cross paths with that. Camel <laughs> you know, like like I'm good. And then yeah. for me, the coolest animal I think that I've ever seen in person. Um, it's really tough for me, but uh, like the sheer size of a polar bear and then like when they jump in and like they're swimming in the water and how like, like that's a really cool experience. Uh, but now one that I've actually touched would be like those huge manta rays, like, yes. like that, that like in swimming with them and seeing them like, like they they look very alien to me. So that that's me. Uh, you, sir. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think the most incredible animal that i've been in the presence of was uh was whale sharks um off the coast of mexico and swimming with them like that was incredible um and then you know the animal i absolutely don't have to see is like a great white shark when there's no glass or cage between me and it like no but would you want to go to like south africa and you know like jeffrey's bay and be in the tank and have them feeding hundred percent on the list yeah, of things to do so absolutely yeah so i think that's that's it for me like you know i love nature you know i'm i'm trying to really instill it in my kids and uh and and they do too so you know i feel in the fullness of time you know we've got a lot of traveling to do and and, and do some awesome stuff like that for sure all right love ox educate us uh i don't know if folks know this but as a kid like one of my dreams was to be a herpetologist and uh, herpetologist is the study of reptiles and amphibians. So I'm the guy, I've been to tens and 20 different reptile shows that have some of the most exotic and, and poisonous things on the planet. So I, I'm actually a, one of those folks who kind of enjoy snakes and uh, not spiders, but snakes and amphibians and frogs and that kind of thing. In terms of an animal I want to see in person, and I think I'll I'll get that done this year, is a, a pot of killer whales. You know, I, I think uh, the killer whale is majestic and really want to see that uh, in person in nature and definitely something that I'll get done this year. Yeah, fantastic. So, so basically he just told us that there's not an animal on the planet that he he still wants to go see him and hang out with him. Got it. We're, we're, we're the wusses. We're the wimps. <laughs> um, that's great. Uh, yeah, man, I saw a whale shark in the aquarium and those things are massive. And, uh, and I've definitely, uh, been surfing and you've seen the pod of dolphins or seen a whale like cruise by the craziest thing. I've never, uh, had a shark swim up on me, but I used to, uh, Dawn patrol, uh, surf in, uh, here in Venice, beach california and uh the seals would come and like hit you in the bottom of your feet and and i was first i was very new to surfing and this old timer would always be like you know get out here i was like no nah, it's cool he's like what do you think sharks eat dude and i was like oh yeah get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know go spend somewhere else uh don't need to have that story in my repertoire um adam as always we ask every guest who are you tagging? Who who would you like to see on the pod? And of course, the caveat is, you know, you got to be able to help us get them on. So you know, you can go big, and uh, you know, put out someone uh, like Jay Z or LeBron, uh, as long as you can promise to deliver. But um, that, that's uh, yeah, right. Well, hey, you know, you have had some absolute legends today. 
Um, and uh, so you've um, you've you've had a pretty strong. It doesn't list have to be a moon god. Maybe yeah. someone that you uh, think is like a moon god in real life, because that's part of what we're branching out in the show. Um, to that way, we can kind of one spread the word of Aku, but also there's people that encompass what Aku is and have that story uh, that we definitely want to start sharing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I certainly can't deliver this, but I would love to. You know, there there are some big names that that Micah has. Uh, has uh, encouraged and uh, successfully or uh, to support him and and uh, and so you know I would love to see LeBron on <laughs> here, man. I hope that happens. It would be great. Um, you know, I'm sure it'll happen, but uh, can't wait to to see you guys kind of interview Micah and uh, and have him on here. Um, but um, you know, I I think some of these um, um, you know big names that uh, are supporting Micah. Um, in the background there uh, would be great to 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 have on board. You you still got yeah. you still got to pick one. Like still LeBron's is. great, but you but somebody that you uh, that like you can at least you you're in contact with that you could uh, say, hey bro, like do this, do the show. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Certainly, we'll do it, but we need your contact. Oh, I'll I'll get back to you. I'm sorry. I'll get back to you. He, he's, he's avoiding the accountability. He knows. If, <laughs> he knows if it. Gets uh, I I um I I now and then chat to to Yat just on WhatsApp. Yat Sue from Animoca Brands. You know he he is setting himself up to really be you know one of the clear pioneers uh, in in Web three and the emergence of of digital property rights. And uh, and so you know Yat has uh, you know. Um, uh, is aware of the project um, and in the fullness of time you know uh, as things develop I would uh, love to to think that he may be available to uh, to come on board and uh, and so uh, you know that's something I'd be uh, happy to potentially be able to work on and, and see where it ends up perfect well man it's been awesome uh, love ox closing thoughts Adam thanks again for your time it's been really refreshing to hear your story and just the the passion you had in onboarding people. I, I think it's something that I personally lose sight of, and I really appreciate you bringing it back to light. It's been absolutely my pleasure. And, uh, and yeah, thanks for reaching out and, uh, and uh, having a great chat and uh, look forward to uh, looking at the rest of uh, yeah, your podcast. Love your work. Uh, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, look forward to catching up soon. Perfect. So for Love Ox, I'm JYLAX. Thanks so much, Adam, for uh, jumping on the pod. Uh, so to all our friends uh, stateside and down under and all over the world that are viewing, don't forget, like, comment, share. Um, you know, we spread the Aku word and the movement uh, only through your guys' support. And uh, we'll keep bringing in the content. If you guys keep showing up and watching, I'll probably still do the content even if uh, not everybody shows up. Uh, but it's been a pleasure, and we will see you next time.